The Bible Study Podcast, episode 638. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Galatians with Galatians 1. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. It seems odd that we're three weeks in and we're just getting to the book of Galatians, but I hope those last two episodes on some of the backstory helped you. Let's start with Galatians 1, chapter 1. Paul, an apostle, sent not from men nor by a man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers and sisters with me to the church in Galatia. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory for ever and ever. Amen. And so Paul has this summary here at the beginning of who he is and what the relationship is between the two of them in the sense that Paul was sent to Galatia. Paul is writing to a church or a series of churches that he started. And he is writing back and he's saying, I wasn't someone who was sent by man. I was someone who was sent by God. I'm an apostle. Uh, Literally the word apostolos from the Greek, to be sent. And so we use that term for Paul and meaning that he was sent in this case by the Holy Spirit, by God, to these people so that they might come to know Jesus. And then he wishes them grace and peace. And all of this is a pretty normal sort of greeting, except that you will find in some of these letters that are going to get a little more contentious that Paul does a little more about establishing who he is and what his apostolic authority is, what his authority is by which he preached to them. And this one, for instance, does a little more of that than some of the other letters. And then it continues, no other gospel. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are lying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preached to you, let them be under God's curse. As we have already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let them be under God's curse. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. So Paul starts into this issue here. And as we've said elsewhere, the problem we have in Galatia is that the Judaizers, the people who believed that to be a Christian you had to be a Jew, you had to follow all of the Jewish laws, have followed in his footsteps. And they have come and told these people these Gentiles, that your faith is not complete. You're not doing enough. Yes, you have Jesus, and yes, you are saved by grace, but you're not doing enough. And if that sounds contradictory, I'm specifically putting it that way, as is Paul, really. He's saying that they're not preaching a gospel at all. This isn't good news. This isn't something that's new, for instance. It's not news because you could always have converted to Judaism before. You could have become a God-fearing person who was recognized by the Jewish community also. But they're preaching this 
And it's contrary, he is saying, to the gospel of Christ. It is contrary to the gospel he preached that he was called by God to preach. And so he calls down a curse upon anyone who is doing this. And these are harsh words, uh, but they're going to get harsher here in Galatians. He is pissed because all of the work that he did in Galatian, he was there for a while, is being undone. He feels like he has called these people to freedom and they have sold themselves back into bondage. And he continues, Paul called by God. I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel I preach is not of human origin. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by the revelation from Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my previous way of life in Judaism, how intensely I persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people and was extremely zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when God, who set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. I did not go up to Jerusalem to see those who were apostles before I was, but I went into Arabia. Later, I returned to Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to get acquainted with Cephas and stayed with him 15 days. I saw none of the other apostles, only James, the Lord's brother. I assure you before God that what I am writing to you is no lie. Then I went to Syria and Cilicia. I was personally unknown to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only heard the report, the man who formerly persecuted us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they praised God because of me. And Paul is making this case here for Paul as a Jew. Because really, if we're looking for a message that you need to be Jewish, Paul would have been a great person to deliver that message. If that's the message that God wanted out there, then why not call this person who was zealously attacking the Christian religion because he thought it was an affront to Judaism? He's saying he was very Jewish. And he was a disciple of some of the greatest teachers at the time. He was advancing in Judaism. And he said, when I became a Christian, I didn't go find out what the church was preaching. I learned it from God. And remember, he didn't become a Christian because he met up with Ananias, for instance, who's the first Christian who interacts with him in that kind of fashion. But he becomes a Christian because he meets Jesus on the road to Damascus and is struck blind. He has this unmistakable unavoidable experience where he comes in contact with the risen Jesus and is changed by it. And he says he doesn't, until later, start to associate with Cephas, who is Peter, uh, and James, and some of the other churches, and some of the other apostles, and some of the other disciples. And so he's saying, this is not something I made up. This is not something I got from somebody else. This is something that God told me to do when God literally confronted him on the road to Damascus and said, I've got a different plan for your life. And the reason, obviously, he's doing this is he wants to establish that the authority by which he taught them is the authority of Christ. Because someone has come with a different authority, with a different message, 
and they're basically saying that he is wrong. And so he needs to defend against that. And so he is telling them again his story, and he will talk about his story more as we go through this letter, because it is ironic that the one who was so very, very Jewish is the one who is promoting that you Gentiles don't need to be Jewish. And this wouldn't seem ironic to Paul, who is still practicing Judaism, but it wouldn't seem ironic to him because he knows that that was not what saved him. It was an encounter with the risen Christ, and that he knows that it is not those forms of religion— it's not keeping the dietary laws. It's not what you wear and all the, the dress code for Jewish people. It's not all of that stuff. In fact, some of that is going to get in the way. And he is, while I say a practicing Jew, he is also violating some of the things of being a practicing Jew by associating with Gentiles because he is responding to a higher authority. He is responding to what God has told him to do. And as we saw in the previous two episodes, what God also told the church to do, what God told Peter to do, to go out and preach to the Gentiles as well. While he did not get this from Peter or from James or from the other disciples, what he heard is consistent with what they were told. And that's one of the reasons we had that council of the church to say, is this a different gospel that Paul and Barnabas are preaching in Antioch, or is it the same? Are we understanding God wants to call Gentiles to him as Christians, not as another, not as more Jews. And with that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. I'm Don Hawkins, inviting you to be encouraged with my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You. To subscribe, go to lifeaudio.com.